big sky, big potential. This is Eastern Promise. Space is big. Really big. Infinitely big. It's also big business. The UK Space Agency projects that the global space market will grow from £270 billion to £490 billion by 2030. To ensure that the benefits of that market are felt here on Earth, the agency is putting funds into regional space hubs and clusters, supporting the technologies that can confirm the UK status as a science and technology superpower. That's why I was delighted to attend the launch of Space East, the UK's newest space cluster. With my trusty microphone in hand, I set out to secure proof that the east of England's horizons are truly galactic in scale. Jonathan Reynolds, chair of the New Anglia LEP Innovation Board, who spoke this morning. What a, a powerhouse, a tour de force of optimism, of potential of positivity. And, you know, you must have really had your three-shredded week this morning, sir. Certainly have. It's, uh, it's really pleasing to be here today at BT Dashwell Park, celebrating everything that's really innovative about Norfolk and Suffolk. The companies that are with us today, the, the, the innovation hubs, the research centres, the universities, all talking about innovation, collaboration, and the whole theme of today is connected innovation. So it's breaking down barriers between our industrial sectors, really looking at cross-sector innovation, and really celebrating about the role that this region can play to drive the, the UK kind of science superpower ambitions. And we heard from Minister Freeman around the role that this region is playing already and can play, and the fact that we've just launched the new Norfolk and Suffolk Space Cluster under Space East is just another example of where this region is and where it's going in really being a catalyst for innovation. Tremendously exciting times. Uh, what, what a joy to be here at Dashville Park on a day like this. I mean, you knew all this was coming. We, 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 uh, we were slightly uh, on tenterhooks. So uh, how hard has it been to keep all this excitement under your hat for this long? We certainly knew this was in the planning. Um, the, the new yeah, innovation prospectus we've launched today, as well as the space cluster. It's always difficult to kind of keep these a secret, so it's not been a particularly well-kept secret, if we're <laughs> honest. But it is, it's great when we come together today and we put it all the, those component parts when we're looking at the role around energy and we had you know, the ORE catapult talking about the role of offshore wind and offshore renewables more broadly, the role of life sciences and agritech. We're now looking at you know, the role that CFAS, the Centre of Environment, Fisheries and Aquaculture Science headquarters here in, in, in Suffolk, the role they're playing in stimulating aquaculture technology and a whole range of other really innovative solutions that's solving some of the big challenges around how we power the world, how we feed the world, how we connect the world and it's a really exciting place to be here in the region. What has this uh, prospectus, this fantastic prospectus with a, a lovely shot of a lotus on the front, I must say, what, is, what does this unlock? What is, what is the message that you want those uh, accursed not to have been here today um, to take from that? What do you want uh, George Freeman's colleagues in, in Westminster and Whitehall to take from that when they get handed a copy? One of the key messages is just visibility and awareness of what's going on in Norfolk and Suffolk. One of the comments I made earlier as part of my opening speech was, if we take all of our innovation research assets across Norfolk and Suffolk and put them and, and place them in, say, an urban centre the size of the footprint of Manchester or Leeds, 
we would be on the international stage in a heartbeat. We would be very visible. We would have ministers and you know, politicians crawling over us. The challenge we've got is we have a very distributed region, a very diverse geography. And that makes visibility of some of our assets a bit more challenging. So how we can connect the dots, how we can really amplify those messages is absolutely key. So my message to everybody in this room today is start making some noise, celebrate what's going on in the region, talk to everybody that you know, all of your friends, family, business colleagues, any politicians you, can, you, you happen to you know, come across in your travels, shout, and, and, you know, shout that message loud and proud. Well, let's bottle that sentiment and, and get it uh, get it uh, stocked in every supermarket. Jonathan Reynolds, it's it's a pleasure. Not the last time we'll talk to you, but by any means. But thank you so much for talking to us today. Thanks, Mike. Brilliant. Thank you. So Kelly Boosie, Oxford Innovation. Hi, Mike. Hello. You've gone you've gone into podcast mode as well now. That's fantastic. Uh, and we're also here with Neil Griffin and Catherine White. All of Oxford Innovation. So this is this is fantastic, quite the trio. Kelly, reflect for me quickly, and when you stop panicking, reflect for me on what you've heard this morning so far. Do you know it's lovely to see some familiar faces in the east of England. Um, all the topics of conversation are still um, relevant and things we've been talking about for a little while, but it's nice to get everyone in a room together, I think. Um, so when Alex and Peter Brady were talking about funding and collaboration through co-working and innovation spaces we've got to keep connecting with each other in order to get the businesses to connect with each other so yeah it's been lovely to see so neil how do we gfdi um i think it's one of those things where peter and some of us are talking about collaboration so i think it's one of those things where yeah innovation is really important but that collaboration is really important as well to get things connected and get things done um, and then BT being the hub of that as well, I think it's really useful. So we're based across Suffolk and Norfolk, but also down in Essex. Yes. So I think it's kind of connecting up the ecosystems across the east, not just Norfolk and Suffolk, although we are at a Norfolk and Suffolk <laughs> LEP event. <laughs> are you going to be saying that a lot today? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. I like to hear it. Fantastic building. Uh, for those listening, go back and listen to, the, to Neil's interview on the podcast. Catherine, is this your, is your first first time in Norfolk and Suffolk, or are you are you no stranger to this kind of gathering? Uh, it's my first time at an innovation event for Norfolk Suffolk. I'm new to the Oxford Innovation team, and uh, but spent the last sort of four or five years down in Devon doing very similar work. So it's been very interesting for me to see the UK uh, the Innovation Edge group that's representing this part of the coast. Um, interesting to sort of hear similar issues in terms of spread out rural communities in coastal areas, similar issues down in Devon and, and especially Cornwall. So um, it be interesting to sort of look at how, how that sort of programme of connection and collaboration kind of comes through. Collaboration is so important and a fantastic example of it here, Oxford Innovation Trio. Thank you so much. Uh, Will Davis from the Satellite Applications Catapult. What a fantastic gathering this is and uh, tell me, what, what are you taking from this? Yeah, so I mean, it, it is a fantastic gathering and, and particularly what I'm taking from here is it's confirmation of, of a project that I've been working on with so many people in the region now for about a year is just as a region and particularly in the context of a coastal region, which are actually the most important regions of the world, there is so much latent skills, capability, uh, challenge, problem solving, capability and solutions. And it's just great that 
to hear people talking about it and that message and that storyline started to be recognized and as a way of taking this this region forward for itself for the uk and for the rest of the world and there is such a rich opportunity uh, at the in the uh, the coastline of the east of england which is a pretty long coastline uh, pardon my pardon my language um uh, we, especially with renewable energy, I mean that must that must make a, a, a doubly uh, even, even for someone working for a satellite uh, satellite catapult a tremendously exciting opportunity. Yeah, I mean the, the coastlines are, they're such a, a rich part of the whole world really, and renewable energy say is a key part of it. But it's a key part as well because aquaculture is there, maritime shipping is there, and the agriculture. What happens in the in the coastal agriculture is affected by what happens in the marine environment and vice versa. So it's such a rich and dynamic environment. Well, these things are created by momentum and momentum creates its own centre of gravity and pulls people in. If people are excited, and they should be, about what you've just, what you've just uh, set out, how do they get in touch? Where do they go to, to find out more? Well, I think, I mean, if you can access the people here, fantastic. If, if, it's a, if it's a first base stop in the region, I think New Anglia Lep are, are really on board with it. But there's a whole range of organisations and institutions that you can get hold of um, who are all part of the much bigger picture in the exciting story. We are here, obviously. You, are, you, are, you, are you talking today? No, unfortunately not. One of my colleagues, um, Paul Faber from the Satellite Capital, is a, he's, he's a truly inspiring force of nature will be on the stage later so can you give us a sneak preview about what he's going to say or has he kept it from you too i can't and and the thing about paul is he's so visionary and dynamic that he'll surprise everybody oh excellent well we look forward to that thank you very much thank you professor gerard parr of the university of east anglia a pleasure to see you here and uh, leading light in one of the most exciting schemes uh, that's coming out of the east of england uh, the seti project um what what uh, are you you are speaking this afternoon are you able to give us a, a very sneak preview of what you're going to uh, be talking about yeah well it's great to be here i mean part of the agenda i have is to talk about some of the international work we're doing some of the research that's feeding into international collaborations which very much map in to the east of england and particularly for this event today where we were launching space east where you start thinking about the role of wireless optical and satellite communications in providing services and support for a whole raft of applications, be it environment, health, transportation, supply chain. So, I mean, it's a very exciting time where you see the convergence of some of these technologies coming into play. Of course, this, uh, the Smart Immersion Technologies Institute initiative that we're planning uh, between Cambridge, Essex, UVA and BT is part of the local agenda, but it's very much feeding into the international global challenges that we all face. It, it is a tremendously exciting project that have, have sort of uh, really caught my uh, imagination the first time um, the uh, the Cambridge Norwich uh, Tech Corridor team raised it with me uh, many many uh, many moons ago. Um, are you able to give us a, an update on where that stands? Because I think there are lots of people very much willing it forward. Yeah, well, I mean, we've been putting together the proposition first, the, the technical business plan, if you like, uh, then looking at the, the economical appraisal linked to what SETI could bring, not just to the region in terms of research and innovation, but also to the business community. What would they get out of it? So that's a, a work in progress, if you like, because ultimately this is going to be a big ask of government uh, as part of the levelling up agenda. Uh, quite a bit of work to do, but we're, we're getting there in terms of putting together the plan. A, a big ask, but also an even bigger offer 
for, for them uh, the the amazing things that they can they can sort of showcase you know not not just your your, your hard work but the you know the the, the regions offering uh, you know the, the world the first something that's unique and first in class but an event like this makes you realize just the huge potential it has to feed into pretty much anything our, our, our region can do yeah and I think as I've already been alluded to this morning in some of the presentations it's the innovation ecosystem that already exists here uh, and the different clusters, many of them driven by the need for digital technology. And that's some of the aspirations that we have to bring this technology to bear and converge, not just for research, as I said, but also the skills pipeline. How does it feed into what industry actually needs? Well, uh, like many people, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to hearing what you're, you're going to say to us this afternoon on that international question. Professor Gerard Parr of the University of Anglia, thank you so much. The host with the most, Tim Robinson. Oh. What a fantastic day. What and hosted with a plum. What a great morning. Yeah. You, you look like you've had a great morning, but you're <laughs> glad it's, it's the other afternoon. Well, yes. I mean, now we have the all-important lunch break for people to kind of uh, reflect on everything they've heard this morning, which has been a lot. I mean, we've had a it's space a sector launch, Space East. We've heard about, you know, massive opportunities around Freeport East. We've uh, kind of, I think, had it reiterated how important BT Adastral Park is to all that. And I'm just thinking from a sort of Tech East point of view, you know, how does this all really knit together? You know, and I think the answer is through collaboration. So it has been a good morning. That is the key word of the day. So uh, before I, I, I let you go to your volivants, um, yeah. what is that? What is uh, the X factor? What is the, the key to that building that collaboration going forwards? It's uh, people and ha people having a kind of shared, uh, I think, a sort of shared vision, an exciting vision that everybody buys into and where there's something that uh, there's a role for everyone to play in that. So what I mean by that is talk about collaboration and partnership and all of that. Stuff, great words. But it's about everybody standing to gain rather than no one standing to lose. So I think what we need to do is just, is just, is just have the culture among you know, the business leaders, these different organizations, whether it's BT, Creative East, the Epicenter, universities, Innovate UK, so that everybody understands what each other do, respects that, and trusts each other to work together in partnerships, and then I think we'll be fine. Excellent. What a great message to, uh, to let you go to your uh, crisps and a wrap. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. It is a wrap. It is a wrap. Stuart Catchpole, the Luke Skywalker, the Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> the Han Solo... Captain Kirk, whatever, whatever you'd like, yeah. of uh, the New Anglia Local Enterprise Partnership. Chief Space, Chief Space Cadet. Chief yeah. Space Cadet, yeah. Space Cluster Sector Manager. That's right. That's a technical term. Yeah. Um, what an amazing morning. I ask you for the second time. What an amazing morning. What, what a, a responsibility on your shoulders, though? Well, I think, yes, there's a semblance of responsibility, but, but actually it's, um, it's a great privilege, I think, more than anything else. You've heard this morning about how we have so much existing capability here. We have a, a history of, of companies doing great things that are already in the space sector or potentially might be able to benefit from opportunities in the space sector. And I think that's, that's where the real excitement is. It's building on existing capabilities, building on existing technologies, existing know-hows, and taking that into the future and looking at the opportunities to bring it all together and how we can work together uh, to make Space East such a really vibrant, supportive uh, cluster. What, what I love about Space East is that it's a, it's a fantastic opportunity. It's absolutely right with potential. But it's also quite, if you forgive the phrase, grounded in, in, in a real practical aspect because you're not talking about building the next Cape Canaveral 
uh, at Great Yarmouth. You're not talking about, you know, building massive, great big space shuttles at Hethel Innovation. What you are talking about is really achievable. Anyone who's at the Agritech Meet Space Tech event will know achievable goals, practical goals, but nonetheless really exciting, innovative, and really with an opportunity to deliver for the region and the country and the world. Uh, exactly that, yeah. So we're one, or we'll be one of an existing network of clusters around the UK, and I think it's really down to us now to develop primarily what our niche is, uh, what our main messaging and, and, and focus is, but also how we support everything else that falls in within that opportunity. So um, following some work from Astro Agency, we had a space strategy document created and that covers eight different sectors wow. and gives a whole load of opportunities within each of those sectors. So A, it's brilliantly exciting, but B, it also means that we need to focus on, on those areas, how we can develop those areas, what the priority areas are, what our key messages is. I mean, obviously we stood here at Astral Park and it is the home of telecommunications and IT. You were with us over at Eastern where we talked about the, the agri-tech um, opportunities within space. We've got a fantastic energy coastline here with the offshore capabilities, Absolutely. nuclear with size well. We've got advanced manufacturing through Hethel Engineering and, and, uh, and our advanced manufacturing um, sector here and NAME and all of these great groups with existing networks. Now those businesses within each of those networks and each of those organizations have an opportunity to tap into the space sector by nature of the work that they already do. So it's up to us to showcase those opportunities, make those links, connections, work with private sector, work with public sector, work with academia, the research base, um, NRP for example, there's oodles of opportunities within bioscience and space. It's just, we need to try and distill this down into what we can actually deliver to start off with because the, the opportunity is just vast, absolutely vast. I mean, people can't see this, but you're like fizzing. <laughs> the excitement coming off Stuart is absolutely palpable and rightly so. What's next? This, you, you've had this sort of saluted on its way by uh, George Freeman, the science minister, yeah. uh, the number two in, his in the department. Yeah. What's next? Well, what's next is, is uh, actually distilling that strategy into a delivery plan. It's uh, engaging with our steering group to uh, formalise the governance around the group. It's about promoting the group. It's about bringing businesses in, getting them involved, um, and then looking at what, what, what the opportunities are and, and basically developing the roadmap to, to, to deliver some, some outputs. Um, and that, you know, that's, that's the key focus. But I think you know, the first thing we need to do is, as I just said, is to distill into exactly what is our, what is our narrative here. What, what is the key messaging? What do we focus on to, to kick this off with? So. Well, to be part of that journey, spaceeast.co.uk, that's where you go, that's where you can find out more, and that's where you'll be able to, as time progresses, sign up to be part of this truly exciting journey. Stuart, if I had a bottle of champagne, I would swing <laughs> it and splash it across your side there, because best of luck to you. You carry the hopes of a, of a, of a region with you. Well done, and Richard, congratulations. We will. Thank you. I, was I don't know where it was going with that, but it was, it, was, it was getting more and more progressively ridiculous. But thank you very much. I'm really excited to see where Stuart and his crew take the good ship Space East. Eastern Promise is four square behind them, and my thanks to all those brave souls at Adastral Park who didn't flinch when they saw me advancing towards them with a microphone.
Eastern Promise. There's a Priors Croft production for the Eastern Promise East Anglia Community Interest Company. <laughs>